You're listening to season two of Kids Cue the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, performers, and kids. Kids like you. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had the chance to ask. And we'll listen to music to see what makes it so interesting and fun and sometimes strange. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, Sarah's mom and director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's Let's cue the music. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Kids Cue the Music. I am your co-host Rebecca Lane and I'm your co-host Sarah Lane. And today we have a pretty fun episode because we had a lot of fun Zara and I recording the episode on musical terms where Zara defines the musical terms. And so we thought it would be fun to meet three students at the Lane School of Music and ask them some skill testing questions about musical terms and see what they come up with. Here is what they had to say. Mireille, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Can you say your name, your age, and what instrument you play? My name is Mireille, pronounced Mireille as like, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, do, ti, la, so, fa, mi, re, do. Love it. I'm nine years old, and I just started ukulele lessons, but I have played piano for like a couple years, and I have two cats at home, and they're adorable. Fantastic. Two cats? Yeah, we have a cat. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? Kitty. Pretty much. But he's like 12 years old. My cats are only like one year old. (laughs) They're probably pretty cute then. Yes, they are. Yeah, I've I've never owned a kitten before. Oh. Maybe one day. Okay, welcome, Nora. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Can you say your name, your age, and what instrument you play? My name is Nora. My age is nine, and I sing and I take voice lessons. Amazing. And Vivian, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Can you tell us your name and your age and what instrument you play? I'm Vivian Easton. I am 10 years old, and I play the piano. Okay, we're going to get started. What we're going to do is I'm going to say the name of the musical term and whatever comes to the to your mind about what you think it means, just... And I'm also going to say it too. Zara will also give her definition, but you've heard the real ones at this point, so I, we'll let I, me... I know, I, I'm, I, I forget. I forget. Okay, so the first one, Mireille, is nocturne. That makes me think of like nocturnal, like like creatures in the night, like nocturnal stalking. Stalking in the night. So what do you think the word means in terms of music? What could it oh, mean? Uh, the music is in the night, maybe. Yeah, like they're playing instruments and they're like doing this long piece performance and it's like super late at night and they're like playing the instruments and it's like getting super tired. Good, yeah. Okay, so Vivian, what do you think nocturne means? Maybe it's like an owl and he's getting ready to play the piano and somebody comes up to him before he does a podcast and they come up to him and they're like, hey, when are you going to bed? And he goes, in the daytime because I'm nocturnal. Ah, yeah. I I was gonna say it has something to do with nocturnal. So maybe somebody would just come up to you and say, "You're a nocturne." Nocturne. Interesting. You're nocturne. You're a nocturne. <laughs> say you're nocturnal. Okay. Nora, can you tell us what you think the word nocturne, nocturne. means? Hmm. It's a weird thing. Nocturne. Just- I think it's a term that's nocturnal. Ooh, tell us more. 
Well, nocturnal. term be Sounds nocturnal. like nocturnal. Uh-huh. Term kind of sounds like term. Ah. So, like, the letter lost the M, and so they replaced it with an N. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Because, like, grown-ups were talking about, they were talking about something, and then a kid came up talking about this phrase, and the, th- the phrase is nocturne, which means whatever happened in the night. So, let's say the grown-ups were talking about, oh, and... Because um, grown-ups talk at night? Is that what you mean? No, they oh. were talking about something that happened in the night. They were oh. like, oh, and the squirrel chased the guy, and it was nocturne. It, means it was in the night. <laughs> and it was in the night. <laughs> Maybe, Nora, when you say it's like a, a term in the night, do you mean it's like a, a musical term. term that occurs at nighttime? Yeah. And you're only allowed to say it at the night. And it stays up all night, maybe. It's illegal. It's illegal to say it in the daytime. Yeah, because people set up security cameras coming from the light bulbs in houses to catch anybody who says nocturne in the day. Good. Okay. I love it. Do you want to know what it actually means? Yeah. You are all super smart because the actual definition of nocturne (gasps) is a piece written for the night. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's something about a, a piece of music about nighttime. So sometimes it can be like that's sort of like the, a lullaby. That's probably the closest I've ever been. Sometimes it has like cuckoo clocks chiming midnight <laughs> in it. But it's usually like the title of a piece of music. And instead of it being called waltz or go to bed baby, or something, it's or called something. nocturne. It's a type of piece of music written okay. for nighttime. Now, if I were like... An- an introductor or something in a show, they would be like, okay, and the next piece we have to play is a nocturne, and it's about putting a baby to bed. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's how it would be. It's, it's about night, and you caught that nocturne and nocturnal. That is why it's called nocturne, because whoever made up the word and decided to put it in the dictionary thought of the word nocturnal. And yes. The whole story, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know the story either. That would be an interesting speculation. That was a pretty easy one, I'm going to admit. So you pretty much nailed it. Yay! Okay, don't be afraid to be silly. (laughs) The next one is modulation. Modulation. What do you think it means, Vivian? Maybe a guy went up to the store. Okay, can you read it? Let me think quickly. Okay, so the word is modulation. Take the time you need. It's okay. Evacuation. It's something that Modulation. happens in a piece Evacu- of music. I'll tell. I'll say that. Evacuation. Vaccination. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all these words. That Modulation. I, I just think of all these words that might rhyme with it. To <laughs> okay, I know now. Okay. Maybe a guy went up to his computer and he wanted to play Minecraft. So he got into Minecraft. And he went onto a mod, and it was called Eulation, so it's modulation. <laughs> That's a great definition. I like it. Okay, I'm thinking, right now I'm thinking of the words, like, vaccination, like, moderate or something. Yeah, I don't know okay. If that's even a word, but, yeah, moderate's um, a word. Um, what do you think that this means? Maybe, like, something to do with modern stuff. Maybe some guy got a new house and it was modern and they're like this is a modern we moderated this or we moderationed it so it's moderation and so that's the whole theme of our new episode and it's about making things modern so modulation is about 
new things. Is that what your definition, did your definition have to do with something new as well, Vivian? Yeah, sort of, I guess. Mods are a bit new, so I guess it could be a new mod. You never know. Right. Okay. Okay. Mireille. It's like somebody's like, like, there's a guy named Model and he's like, made like, he's making like a pot or something out of clay and he's like modeling it. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Okay. Nora. Modulation. 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 Hmm. We can model something with it. So it's model. a modeled song. Okay, so a modulation is a model yeah. song. Yeah, a modeled song. A modeled song. Can you tell us what that would be? It would be someone kind of made all the words with clay, and they modeled it. <laughs> and it took like 3,000 years. Yes, and a lot of clay. And somebody modeled so they wrote the words out, the song. out of clay, and it took one. <laughs> so maybe, maybe they wrote the whole entire song out of clay, the mm-hmm. words and the notes. Uh huh. That's a clay modulation. It took a long time. It was like it was like it got passed on. Mm, the whole family many, many, and the whole family had to like continue it. You're like. My ancestor worked hard on modeling this song. And after 3,000 years and boxes and boxes of modeling clay, we finally finished it. Mm -hmm. The modulation. Basically. Basically. (laughs) Okay, a modulation is actually when a piece of music moves from one key signature to a new key, key signature. They call that modulating or a modulation. So have you ever learned a piece of music like that that starts in one key da, da, and then da, da, da. moves to a like, different key? Da, 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 da. Like da 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 yeah often they move up yeah have you ever experienced that yeah that's called a modulation it's the process of moving from one key to another key so let's say you start in the key of c major and then you move up to d major e or e and that would be called a modulation you change the key that you're playing in do you know what key signatures are i don't really know what they are uh, I, I don't. I don't think I've learned that yet, or I've learned oh, yeah. that I forgot it. Yeah, yeah. So key signatures are like they're kind of like the uh, basically it's like the number of sharps and flats that you have to play when you're playing a piece. And it's usually written at the beginning of the piece next to the treble or bass clef, and it has like a collection of sharps and flats. So you're in a certain key, and you're always going to play these certain sharps or flats. And a modulation means you're moving to a different key, and then you have to think about different sharps or flats. It's called a modulation. Okay, the notes? Your definitions are more interesting. The next term is lamentoso. I think lamentoso has lemon maybe on toast. So it's it always called it's lamentosa. It's lamin, lamentoso. But lemon. Lamin toast? Like lamb and toast? Oh, it's a lamb on toast. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so, Mira, you think... It, what does lamb and toso mean to you? It makes me think of lamb, toast, and lemon. Like, those are the three things, the first things that come to my mind. Lamb, toast, and lemons. Wait, no, lamb, toast, lemons, yeah. So it's going to be called a lamb and toast. Lamb and toso. Lamb, toast. No, no, lamb and toast. Get it? Lamb, lamb and toast. Because, oh, oh, that makes sense. Lamb and toast. Okay, okay, okay. Lamb and toast. Guess what I'm, guess what I'm having for lunch? I'm having lamb and toast. Lemon toast. Oh. I think it's Tea. like oh, oh. lemons that you wear on your torso when you're singing. Oh. 
when you're sleeping? When you're singing. When you're singing. Oh, tell us more about this, like, lemon... Is it like a vest of lemons? Maybe it's like a... Yeah, it's like you kind of like... A sweater. put a bunch of, like, you cut lemons in half and tape them onto, like, a <laughs> sweater or belt or something, or whatever part your torso was in. And you would have, like, lemon juice. You would have, like, lemonade you would all like over your clothes. Put it on your, like, put it on a vest or something, and then you wear it for your concert. <laughs> and, so it's like a, a, a lemon concert gown mm-hmm. on your torso. Yeah. A lemon to- lemon toso. <laughs> That's a great definition. Okay, I know. This guy, he ate things that nobody else has ever thought of eating. And one day he goes to make himself some toast. And he puts lemon on it. So now it's lemon toast. <laughs> That is awesome. I love it. Okay, Zara, what do you think? I was thinking of of lamb because it's pronounced lamb and toast. So I'm like, maybe maybe this guy might be a guy, but a lamb and... Put it on toast. No. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't want to put a lamb on toast. That would be so rude. Some people eat uh, mutton. Exactly. Lamb, Lamb is something that you can eat. So rude. So rude. Okay, so anyway, this guy bought a lamb, and the lamb was a magic lamb, and he wore a magic hat, and he drove around in a motorcycle. He was a cool rock star lamb who had a podcast and used his exact speaker. And that is a lamentoso. Is a lamentoso. Interesting. Okay. But, but the, the the toast thing was hilarious. I like the lemon on toast. That Thanks. is pretty great. Somebody could probably like maybe squeeze a lemon and make it and like kind of use it as butter and put it onto the toast. And it, and when you take a bite of the toast, it would be like lemony toast. Have you ever had lemon on so... toast, Vivian? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I bet it's amazing. You you would you would basically put maybe with lemonade oil. on on toast and it would kind of like soak into the bread. That would, would be awful. that would just make the bread soggy though. I know, yeah, I soggy, but but you have to eat it right away, so it doesn't get soggy. Lemon toast, so best eaten when not soggy, fresh, best eaten freshly. You, made. you just okay. have to go. Do you want to hear the real definition of lemon toso? Mm-hmm. Lemon toso means to play something lamentingly or mournfully, like sadly. A lament. Do you know what what it means to lament? Oh, I actually just did that in class today. Really? Yeah, we played a very sad song. It was a lament. Yeah. And the way that you would play it would be lamentoso. Mm-hmm. Just sad, like total sadness. Total, total sadness. sadness. Yeah, very sad, yeah. It's not about lemons, but I wish it was. Maybe it's when they're... I don't even... I don't, when the I don't think I've ever had lemon, and I don't think I want When the lemons are cut in half and they get sad and the juice comes out and they cry, <laughs> then you play the piece lemon toast over them. The fourth term is... Tutti. Tutti, exactly. Tutti. What do you think tutti means? It's. Do you want to know how it's spelled? T-U-T-T-I. Wait, T-T-I? What? Yeah. That is not how I pictured the word in my mind. How did you think all. it was spelled? I do not know, actually. I didn't, like, picture anything. I just thought it was, like, not spelled like that. Maybe they would think that it's T-O-O-T-Y. Yeah, that's what I thought it was more like. Yeah. 
Because if somebody was reading it, they would they would say Tata. Mm. Maybe if somebody who's not, but if it was saying T O O T Y, then we're gonna be like Tootie. <laughs> I would imagine somebody in like in an orchestra doing this, and then they say Tata. That would be funny to watch. <laughs> okay, you're not that far off, actually. <laughs> what do you think, Vivian? Tootie. It's not T O O T I or T O O T Y. Although maybe it's related. Maybe one guy had a lot of beans, and uh, his wife, you know, like after, like he spent too much time in the bathroom, and she said, "You're too tooty." <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. Good... That was what I, I was thinking. Something very similar, like maybe some guy tooted or something. Like you're and, feeling tooty today. Ah, uh, so maybe somebody was just tooting all day, and the teacher suddenly threw their papers into the into the recycling and say, okay, I want to get one thing straight. Your new nickname is Tooty. We will furthermore call you Tooty for you have tooted all day. <laughs> that sound about right? I, I, did, I, I almost didn't want to say that because I thought it would be unappropriate on a podcast, it, but I mean... I mean, I think if kids, we, as long as we call them Toots, I think we're, we're totally fine. Totally appropriate for a kid's podcast. I mean, you have to have two T's before you go singing, <laughs> teas like teas to drink. Yeah, yeah. there's a good there, there's a good two, two tea. There's a good riddle that has something to do with that. What what has two teas and has what has what starts with tea, ends with tea and has tea in it? A teapot. That's genius. That, and my, my teacher, my teacher, well with my this. teacher looked that up. So two teas before you sing. Have do you drink tea before you sing, Nora? No, but you think that. This might be a good instruction for singers. Yeah, yeah. Like, two remember, T's before. Remember your two T. Mm-hmm. Is that how that word would be used? Can you yeah. use it in a sentence? Remember to drink your two T two times a day before you sing. Even yeah. when you practice. And it'll make you sing better than ever. Better than ever. Two T. <laughs> Nora, can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, basically, on the microphone, it basically <laughs> says, did you remember to, to drink your two teas? And then they would basically, <laughs> if they forgot, they would say, hold on a minute, I need it, I need to go, um, drink my two teas. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Do you want to know what two tea actually means? Cause I'll never be able to hear this word without thinking of your definitions now. Okay. Do you want to know what it actually means? Tutti means all, everyone together. Mm. So it usually is like written in a piece of music, like in if you're playing in an orchestra, for example, and there's a solo, let's say, for one of the violinists. And it'll say solo so that you know that only one person is supposed to play that part. And then after the solo is meant to be done in the music, they will the composer will write tutti, which means everyone is supposed to join back in. Which again. means somebody tooted. So which means everybody <laughs> should just toot. Everybody should just toot like <laughs> all at once. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what it some really. People, some people like put their arm in, in their shirt behind, and then they go like like armpit toots. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I, I can't so, do it. Is it like this? I, no. I've tried. I can't do it. <laughs> I can do it when I have a rubber ducky, but 
<laughs> you know, don't work. Oh yeah, rubber duckies do make good toots. Okay. <laughs> But that's well, not oh, and and and, and and bike pumps. If, like if you put your hand, <laughs> if, if you put the thing on and then you push it down, it makes it like. Whoa. I mean, I feel like we could do a whole podcast episode just on things that make tooting sound. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe that should be our next podcast. Yeah, welcome to like the different kinds well, of instruments welcome, that can make tooting sounds. To toot. Welcome to Toot Nova, where we talk about toot things that make tuning sounds. Okay. I am your professor, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tootalot, Sir Tootalot. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going on the oh, final man. term. Oh, Two man. words. Are you ready? Una corda. It's a girl named Una who played a chord. <laughs> Don't give her suggestions. A luna chord, like a luna chord, like a Not 90s. Una. 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 Yeah, U-N-A. Una Corda. Like, I am very confused. Luna Corda? Like, I keep, like, I keep on thinking it's, like, Luna Corda, like, at night. It's, like, it sounds like a beautiful, like, nighttime chord, like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Luna Corda. Una Corda. No L. I know, right? So just like Luna, but no L. Una. So, like, the L went missing. The L went missing from (laughs) Una. So now they have to find it, and then they, it was like a chase in the night time, so they had to find it, like they had to find the missing L in front of the Luna. <laughs> it was Luna Corda, but the L went missing, so now it's Una Corda, and they're searching for the L. Yes. In the yes, night. Yes, in the night. Yes, I And it's some sort of so nighttime cord because is? of Luna. Unicorn. Ooh, go on, go Ooh, on. How unicorn, does this have anything? Is it a unicorn singing? Uh, Unicorda sounds like unicorn. Unicorn, maybe, maybe it's a unicorn and it eats playing corn a corn before. Unicorn oh, that eats corn. Makes it, so much it, sense. Sorry, what? It, what is the unicorn doing? It's eating, eating corn. corn. Just so you know, it's not una unicorna. It's una corda. So that's why I said it's maybe uh, a unicorn that playing. Change a your definition at, at all? I said maybe it's a unicorn playing a chord because that makes like a, a chord in music, like corda kind of. Maybe like a unicorn playing a specific chord, eating mm. corn. Yeah. Ah. That makes so much sense. Like, yeah. yeah, all your definitions make so much sense, and they're completely related to music. What do you think, Vivian? Maybe somebody was about to, like, go up to their instrument, and they started getting scared of something. So they started thinking of unicorn. So it's now unicorda. Unicorna. It's like a new instrument named after a unicorn. Yeah. Called the unicorda. No, no, maybe it was Ch- Pierre Tchaikovsky. Maybe it was Beethoven. You never know. What do you think unicorda is? Um, there's a girl named Una and she had a chord. She was able to say she was like obsessed with chords, chords from laptops, chords from anything. She would, people were just like unicorda, 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 unicorda. So basically, it's Una's chord, and people started calling her unicorda because she had so many chords. Unicorda. That's amazing. Okay, <laughs> unicorda actually means one string. Una, like in u- unicorn, una means one, and corda means string. It must be an Italian or something. I think it is Italian. Oh, wow. Right. And it usually has to do with, so you know how unicorns have one Because I can see a big horn. Bounce. Yeah. And the uni part of unicorn means yeah. one. So in this definition, it means one 
string. Sometimes it's on the piano or sometimes in string instruments, a composer will write unicorda, play this all on one string. Yeah. Instead of like switching to another string to play those notes, play it all on one string. Yeah. Play this entire melody on one string or something like that. Okay. That's it for our definitions. Do you want to play opera or cheese? What's that game? Ah, what is that game? It's when she says it's an Italian word and we have to try to guess. I mean, it's normally Italian and it's, we don't know what it means. We have to try to guess if it's the name of an opera or a kind of cheese. Opera or cheese? 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 Okay, I got this. I got this. You got this? You got this. <laughs> I know a bunch of different cheeses, so I got this. Oh, you're going to be good at this. Okay, the first one is halloumi. Okay, it opera. definitely sounds like an opera to me. Okay, yeah, I, I thought it might be an opera because it, it sounds like hello. Halloumi? Like, hello, me. Like, the first thing that comes to my mind is hello, but I think it's a type of cheese. Like, hello, yeah, cheese. Yeah, probably. Hello, kitty cheese. That sounds like a cheese. Now my second thought and thinking it's a cheese, but no, it sounds like an opera. Finally, that's it again. It, it sounds like an opera, not cheese. Halloumi is. It's cheese, isn't it? It's a cheese. Ugh. Oh my god! Does that sound? <laughs> what like does halloumi mean? Halloumi, I have no idea what it means. This one is called Eugene Onigan. I think I'm saying it right. I should know that. I don't think they named cheese after what sounds to be a person. I think they'd more name an opera out of that, but I don't think they'd name a cheese after a person. I, I think they could. It's name what? A cheese after a person. I think that's a cheese still, but I don't think. Yeah, I think that's an opera. It's an opera by Tchaikovsky. Um, well, what's the thing called? I knew you know, Tchaikovsky. <laughs> I knew Tchaikovsky. You knew he was going to pop up somewhere, right? Yeah. Okay, last one. Tosca. Okay, that sounds like a cheese. That sounds like a cheese. Yeah. I mean, I I thought, as soon as I heard that, I thought Costco. Oh. I I, I am starting to now think Costco. So, uh, yeah, I think it's more a cheese. I'm like, Costco. Question is, can I put it on a cracker? Oh, good question. Tosca. Mm -hmm. Opera. Opera? I think it might be a cheese. I think it's an opera. Tosca is an opera by (gasps) Puccini. Oh. I don't even know who that guy is. He sounds like Pusheen. You know, Pusheen the cat? He sounds like (laughs) Pusheen. So Tosca is an opera that Puccini wrote. But yeah, that's, it's, it's an opera. Puccini, that sounds like a type of cheese. That does sound like a type of cheese. <laughs> like, I chose cheese. cheese and I was right for the cheese. Oh, I got it wrong. Yeah, but I got it, it wrong too. You're, that's kind of the point. It's supposed to trick you. You're supposed to get it wrong. And you're wrong. guessing, so. Cheese, opera, opera, cheese, opera, or cheese. Anyway, that is all the questions we have. Thank you so much, Vivian. Thank you for inviting me. Me, Ray. Nora, thank you so much for your help today defining these musical terms. This was super fun. Bye! Thanks for listening to Kids Cue the Music! If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zara Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. Music.